0: Andrew Davidson is the Senior Tourism Officer at East Gippsland Shire Council. In this month's feature about sustainable travel, our sustainability reporter Keely Warren speaks with Andrew about East Gippsland's recent achievement in becoming Victoria's first certified eco-destination. She explores what this means for the region and how it will benefit both guests and local businesses alike.
1: Andrew, thanks for joining us on the show today. Now, you're the Senior Tourism Officer at East Gippsland Shire Council. East Gippsland became Victoria's first certified eco-destination in June, which was only quite recently. I, I wonder, can you tell us what it means for a destination to become certified as an eco-destination?
0: Yeah, okay. thanks, uh, Keely, and thanks for having me on. I suppose, you know, to begin with, it's vindication for a lot of people hard work and dedication you know from a team of people who worked on this for for a couple of years but and and look it wasn't an easy project to undertake from the beginning given the size of the area and the complexity around all the different players involved um agencies and and, and the various um, but nothing worthwhile is easy and, you know, add to that lockdown challenges through COVID. But from the beginning, we sort of recognised that we had a space of 22,000 square kilometres and as a shire, we really only managed a small portion of that. So, um you know, most of the shire is either national park or crown land or large bodies of water, for example, most of it you know, a lot of it anyway is quite remote. And so it was really, you know, what what had to happen there was we sort of had to herd up all the cats and get everybody on the same wavelength to wo- work towards achieving this goal. And through that process there, you know, we discovered that all of our stakeholders were actually doing great things in sustainability, whether it be Parks Vic or Department of Energy Climate change actions is called now, destination Gippsland and Glawak, which is our First Nations representative body. All of these organizations, including our own teams, you know, we were doing great things in the sustainability space, but nobody was really sharing anything. And so we we're all working in silos. So. One of the great outcomes for us was a stronger relationship between those various agencies and you know, and, and going forward what we're looking for is hopefully a much more seamless and collaborative approach, you know, into the future. But all of this came out of the aftermath of the two thousand and nineteen fires, where, you know, large parts of East Gippsland were badly affected during the fires, including thousands of square kilometres of wilderness areas burnt. So this was viewed as an opportunity to sort of demonstrate that, you know, as our beautiful natural areas recover as they always do, we will recover also will come back much more you know resilient to have greater capacity for resilience through preparation and you know in a more sustainable industry and community and so it's important to recognize this is not just about tourism but a way of a new way of life for the for the local community I think and I think also you know it sends a message out there to the traveling public that you know we're a serious player in the nature based tourism space, and I think that's surely got to be a good thing you know yeah
1: yeah absolutely and I also feel yeah. that from the local business perspective there's obviously a significant knock-on effect for them as well I wonder mm. how does it change the way that local businesses operate in the area now that you have received that uh, certification
0: this will be a fairly slow burn I think but you know we know now that the traveler profile is evolving beyond wanting just that nature experience now they're looking for experiences and, and products if you like that demonstrate a commitment to sustainable practices and demonstrate that 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 they respect their own communities and have a commitment to giving back. And people now want to not only enjoy their experience, but also looking to feel better about themselves for having made a responsible choice in, you know, in their travel. So our message to business is, you know, that we work with is that, you know, if you choose to ignore this fact, then you risk being left behind. And so our shire is actually quite active in that industry development space. We've got a lot of businesses doing it quite well already and minimizing their impact on the environment. They provide you know positive contribution to local communities through you know employing local kids or charitable work or contributing to social enterprises, et cetera. But you know some have some improvement to make and and so by leading the way, you know, as a shower and saying, well, we're serious about this and you should be too. You know, we want a sustainable industry, we want to grow our industry, we want to protect what we have at the same time, and this is how we go it and so go about it. So our message is to get on board to embrace sustainability and to begin with a very sort of easy tow-in process which you'd be familiar with called the the Strive for Sustainability School Card. And this sort of helps businesses to now assess where they're at in that journey and what steps they need to take in order to get to where they need or want to be so you know by adopting these measures they're able to cover off on the quadruple bottom line if you like having a more financially sustainable environmentally sustainable socially and culturally responsible business and that's got to make them more marketable and their business has got to be worth more and it's probably got to be easy to run so this is where you know we feel that our role now sits in helping to get business to understand how they can make that change and how that change doesn't have to be earth shattering it just needs to be baby steps at a time and and doable yeah
1: that's it. Progress over perfection, right?
0: Mm, that's right.
1: I can imagine how much work it is for you and the team there, um, in terms of managing that, that that volume of local businesses and and sort of working with them and guiding them and helping them on their on their journey. It, it is quite a significant uh, feat um, and, and not one to be sort of taken lightly. Well, when it comes to visitors, I'm curious to hear from you. For them, what what are the advantages of Coming now to visit East Gippsland, what are the advantages to them that that it is now certified as an eco destination? What does all this mean for the traveller?
0: Well, I think you know, as I mentioned before, that you know the traveller now looking for those sustainable options. I think what it does by having accreditation, I think what it does is establishes credibility around our practice. And, you know, and what we're we're not only going out there saying we're a nature based tourism destination that we care about sustainability we've got you know, some credibility we've got some backup there a reputable organization nowhere's perfect of course and you know there are times where you, know, you need to balance the practical realities of managing a shire the size of ours you know with you know with your values and desires to be minimal impact and all that sort of thing but you know you do the best you can but i think you know by demonstrating that we've been audited by a credible credible and you know respected organisation and, you know, deemed to be operating to the best of our ability and sustainability and that satisfies that traveller's need to see that their money's being spent in a worthwhile way, I suppose.
1: That's right and I mm. guess one of the, the, the biggest um, challenges and opportunities I I can see for the region and local businesses is working out how to tell that story and, and how to communicate what they're doing in a way where travellers can really understand and and, and really yes. appreciate and um, start learning more about what what all of this means. So there's a lot of work, a lot of work ahead. But been,
0: there is, um, and that's and together. yeah, and, and that's where that relationship building, you know, through through the process, you know, with the, our destination marketing organisation, for example, destination websites who do incredible work. They're really fantastic, you know. And now we're working together on ways that we can now sort of communicate that message about sustainability and about what measures we take to. Ensure that we are operating in that sustainability space to, to, the, to the best standard we can, and so there's a much, you know, a much more sort of collaborative relationship going on there to make to, to help travellers understand, and help them understand, well, you know, to get that message to the traveller. Yeah.
1: When it comes to East Gippsland and Victoria as a region. Andrew, how do you see all of this benefiting the state um, and also the Shire that you operate within?
0: Well, I would hope that, as I said earlier, it shows that you know we're a serious player in the nature-based tourism space, and you know that we can we gain greater exposure as a destination. But you know we're incredibly blessed in East Gippsland having the last remaining great wilderness area in Victoria, all located in Gippsland. So. You know, you take Crow, Jinglong National Park, the Aridna and the Snowy, all adjoining one another, huge, beautiful national parks, and then add Mitchell River Alpine and a myriad of smaller, lesser-known national parks. It becomes an impressive collection of really stunningly beautiful and world-class natural sanctuaries. You know, with rich indigenous cultural heritage. So, well, I feel like we're largely undiscovered to many Australians, particularly outside Victoria and international travellers. And so, you know, there's there's an opportunity for greater exposure there, but. I would also hope that, you know, that message spreads beyond our shire boundary and that more regions get behind this and that we start to see this sort of best practice rolled out across the state. And that's happening because... You know, we've already had the conversations with some of our neighbouring shires, and they're looking to us for leadership and how they can get their own areas accredited in that same way. And then, you know, perhaps one day we'll see Victoria sit up there with the likes of the Barrier Reef and the Kimberley in terms of bucket list destinations. Who knows?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, Gippsland has, over the last few years, been very progressive in its approach to um, looking at tourism in, in, in a slightly different way and thinking more about the regenerative and sustainable models. Um, Mm. tourism so it's a very yeah. exciting time it's really testament to all the hard work that you and the team have done there so yeah e- excellent job and, and i really appreciate you taking the time to join us on the show today you're
0: Thank most me. welcome keely it was a pleasure it was keely warren there speaking with east gippsland shire's andrew davidson this is the travel writer show on Air 88 fm in melbourne